So in today's episode, I want to talk about lifetime fees. Um, this actually came up from yesterday's episode when I was talking about a lesson I'd learned from a previous company. And it was an idea. I actually wrote it down and I was like, I'm going to action this tomorrow. So I've done it today. Um, and I wanted to talk about my thought process on lifetime mortgage broker fees, the good, the bad, the ugly, <clears throat> and um, just my unique experiences of it. Because I've worked in a in a lifetime fee environment. I've also worked in a non-lifetime fee, you know, like in every transaction environment. And so each, I, I've seen them both at play. I was also lucky enough, well, not lucky, whatever. My, my father worked as um, very high up in, in, a, in a corporate environment that is a lifetime fee environment. So I've had discussions with him about it. And so I wanted to unpack it in this episode. So that's what I'm going to be doing right now. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's, Let's dive, dive straight, straight into, into it. it. Happy um, Good Friday. I always call it Easter Friday, but Good Friday, everybody. The episode's a little bit uh, later today than it would be normally, like 9.30. We're like 12.30 now I'm recording this because... I wanted to spend the morning with my family. So we have done, and I've just done my cold plunge and I'm in this room and I'm freezing. So that is why we're doing it. Now, in in this episode, like I said at the beginning, I want to talk about lifetime fees, lifetime mortgage broker fees, um, and what my genuine thoughts are on them. <clears throat> now, I, I, am, I have a lot of thoughts on fees. I always have done. It's something that I think being someone who's, I'm very much, I'm a marketing and social selling coach. So for me, sales is in the very, is, is the core to a lot of marketing stuff because the mistake I think that many people make with their content marketing is that they don't approach it with a sales mindset and, and that, that, that's something to think about. And so fees is part of that. Now, first across the bat, I, anyone who knows me knows I'm an advocate for fee charging. I do not think you should, I do not believe in non-fee charging mortgage advice. I just don't fundamentally don't believe in it. I've done my mortgage with one before. I did my, one of my mortgages when I first started was done with um, LNC. So I know what it's like, but I fundamentally disagree. And I've been through that and realized exactly why you charge a fee. I absolutely fundamentally think that it's, it's bad to not charge a fee. So if you are a mortgage broker and you're not charging fees, please, please, please charge fees. Um, and I've got lots of episodes on the thought process behind it, how you can do it. But you can drastically, I meet many advisors, I'm going to be honest with you, with talking about fees, where who are like, I want to make six figures a year, which seems to be the arbitrary number that everyone wants to make. And um, it's very easily done by just incorporating fee structure. In fact, one of my clients I, was, I work with, we we're having this discussion this week, and we literally said, um, he, he's like, I've, he's been in the industry for a number of, like 20 years nearly, and he was like, and I've never hit that six figure. He does a ton of mortgages. He's a brilliant advisor, but his fee was his biggest kind of tipping point. We worked on the fee structure this week, and he was like, wow, like if I just do this this small change, I'll be able to, to, to blow past that six figure mark, which he will. So I'm very excited about that. So that's the fee thing. Anyway, I'm getting a sidetrack because fees are one of those things. So let's talk about lifetime fees. So lifetime fees, for people who don't know what they are, because some advisors may never have heard of this. They're very prominent in um, Connell's. So that's where I, I when I was an advisor at Connell's, we we did lifetime fees. Um, <clears throat> so the idea of a lifetime fee is that you pay that fee once and it is guaranteed for the lifetime of them. So they can do as many mortgages as they want over and over again without paying another broker fee. This is what people get 
confused with this sometimes because Connells have a broker fee and they have an admin fee, which we will unpack as we go through this. Now, <clears throat> that's a lifetime fee versus a standard mortgage fee, which would be on every transaction, which would be every mortgage you do, you're going to pay me a fee of 500, 700 pounds, whatever. So that's a lifetime fee. Now, the thought process behind lifetime fees often are um, client retention. <clears throat> if I'm honest with you, that's the idea. It's normally, it's client retention. And in fact, it's always going to be client retention um, because you're thinking, I know what I'll do. I'll charge. It's client retention and to add value to the specific fee itself. That's why you do it. So the idea would be that you protect yourself so someone pays you and then they then they don't go anywhere else. The mistake, so 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 the, so on on paper it seems like a good idea. The my I believe <clears throat> this is my opinion. Okay, it is the worst thing you can possibly do. I think it's probably one. I think it, and personally, I actually think it's probably one step below not charging a fee. I would potentially even put it there, and I'll tell you why because. There's a number of mistakes. The first mistake with charging a lifetime fee, usually it all comes down to where it's coming from. So a lot of the time, the, the, the not charging a lifetime, not charging a lifetime fee, so not charging for existing clients, uh, for existing clients, <clears throat> usually comes from a stems from a place of fear. It's a scarcity mindset. It's this idea of, um, you know, like I, I, you, you, they're not going to pay you again. So what you're doing is you're effectively. And, and and by the way, we can mask all of this stuff behind like it's what's good for the client and all of that. Like we do that. And that's what's quite funny when you hear people who talk about not charging fees and then they talk about it and they're like, well, it's, I don't think it's ethical. I don't think it's right. I don't think, and I'm like, no, you don't have, you just don't 99 times out of hundred. And by the way, this is not a dig on people. This is just what it is. is you just don't want to have that conversation. It's fear. And it's not like you have the balls and it's, it's just fear. We fear the things we don't understand. I've been there. I've done that. I'm not some sort of like, you know, like, yes, I I'm the same. Like, I'm the same now. There are things that I know I should do that I don't. And they're because of fear. And I can talk myself out of them a million times. And that's exactly the same thing with fees. And it's and lifetime fees are like a step up from it. I say they're a step below. I actually think that with a lifetime fee, I find them more confusing because at least if you don't charge a fee, it's pretty clear. The problem with lifetime fees is you're like half pregnant. You're not, you're not doing it properly. And by the way, this has been done across the board with like big companies like Connell's. And I think that's a big mistake. In fact, I've had conversation with my, my dad who was in, in, who worked for Connell's and I would often say, I don't understand. And he was like, I think it was a mistake. And they spoke about it as being a mistake. Now, why is it a mistake? <clears throat> because lifetime is a hell of a long time. <laughs> and that's why lifetime is a massive amount of time. And the, and people cannot comprehend that. And so you think it's a really good idea. I do it with my courses. It's like the blueprint. When you get access to the blueprint, it's not forever. It's until it, it's really like 12 months, but after you bought it, like you can have it, but if the court, the course, it's not forever. I don't have to, you don't, you don't hold yourself to like, this is there for the rest of time. And that's the mistake that people make. Mortgage advice, like like when you make this lifetime, that's a big commitment. And the problem with it being a big commitment is, is that the market can change and it not can change. It will change. The market is going to change. It is going to evolve. It is going to, to disappear and do something else. And so think about mortgages. Some of you, like I, I was 
I'm too young to be, I was around when all of the, the kind of like 2008 stuff happened. I was around, my dad was in the industry. I remember it, but I was like teenage, like late teens. So I do remember it, but it was, but I wasn't a broker, but I was there and I was friends with advisors at the time or friends with the stage. And stuff. So I was in the, in it, but not in it. But like the market's very different. When I joined and became an advisor, we were on the upward trend again. We were getting that upward, upward cycle there'd already been a complete shift over the regulation had come in, everything had come in, which meant all of a sudden, you know, the lifetime was not the same. And that's the same with the fees. And that's what I mean with the fees. People proc, proc fees could go down. You're now getting less money for the same clients that you've worked really hard to get. And this is the mistake that people make is that what actually starts to happen is that when they take lifetime fees, they start to, actually value and this is what happened in Connell's definitely in the sales teams was we were very much targeted to get ex new business not existing clients but that is counterproductive if you're trying to do like a company of one like a small bespoke business like what I would expect from a mortgage broker the type of brokers I work with is you're trying to not you're not trying to get new people who don't know who you are and win them over you're trying to get existing people who love you and you can create raving fan experiences for that's and those people will pay you over and over again. And guess what? They'll not just pay you over and again. They'll pay you every time your fee increases. Because if you do it properly and, and increase your fee in line with inflation or you know, every year you do a £50 increase, things like that, there's lots of little tricks and tips you can do. They'll pay. And not only will they pay, they'll tell all their friends. And they'll tell their friends how much you charge and how much that was. And they'll do all of it. Instead, with Lifetime, what happens is... Big old sneeze is going to go again. I got away with it. Probably not. I'll probably come back in a minute. I've got a bit of a cold. So, so instead, if you don't do, if you do lifetime fees, what starts happening is you resent them. You resent their mortgages. You resent them coming to you. And people are naive. They talk about this when they say that they, one thing that has always helped me is being quite um, open and honest about stuff like this. I'm quite an open, honest guy. Like, I know what I'm, I, I know what I'm crap at and I know what I'm very good at. And that's the reason why I, I do well in my business <clears throat> is because I know I, I learned the hard way that like, I'm not good at a lot of different things, but I am very good at this specific things. And I think the mistake that many of us make is that we don't admit to ourselves about this fee. We, 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 we go, no, I'll always value my clients. No, you don't. No, you won't. No, you don't. And no, you won't. It's if you, you don't right now, potentially if you're in a lifetime fee and you won't, if you, and I can tell you this hands down, like my, it's my own experience. I did it with my, <clears throat> I did it when I first started coaching the first few clients I had, not, not all of them, but some of them, when you first, I was like, look, this is the fee and I'll honor that fee for the rest of your time working with me. And my first fees as a coach, as a coach was like super cheap because I didn't know anything. Like, so I just started. And these people weren't even in mortgages. This guy, like I worked with someone, one, and, 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 you know, that person, specific person, who's a really lovely person, by the way, ended up paying me pretty much for like effectively what my hourly, it became my hourly rate, but for like eight, 10 weeks worth of coaching in an hour, as my, as my business progressed and I progressed and my value progressed and my skill set progressed, I ended up that this person was on such a deal that it was like painful and you do resent even if you like them you still resent them because you resent the transaction of it you're like ah oh, but that client could be a paying you know like it could be like oh, i'm spending like eight hours with this person 
And I've, got, I've just spent an hour with that person. I made the same amount of money. This isn't very good. So it's a decision. And by the way, why was that? Why do I say that? Because that came from a decision of fear. That came from a decision of me at the beginning going, no one's going to buy my service and this person will. So I'm going to honor it and lock them in. Don't do that because they will pay. And as you improve and you, especially if you're someone who's doing content like mine, like you're, and, and like you're following my stuff, if you're going to start to really push and, and like, you know, market yourself and brand yourself, like a great conversation I had yesterday with the client was, um, was Tony Flynn love Tony. And he was saying, he was saying that his conversions gone up. He said, he said, I'm getting like less people. Well, he said, he said, I'm seeing like six people a week, but I'm closing like four and five. He said, whereas before I might sell like eight people, but maybe close two. And I, and he was like, and the thing is, this is the type of stuff that happens with marketing, with your content. And as you build your brand is your brand and authority goes up. And with that goes your value. And with that goes your prices. And then when, so when you lock yourself into a lifetime fee, you are effectively causing yourself big problems, which is why I dislike it so much more than, um, than the no fees. Because at least with no fees, we could we can make those changes. We could turn around and go, you know, I always didn't charge fees, but now I do. And you're not saying forever I'll never charge you a fee. You're saying I didn't charge fees, now I do. But lifetime fees are a bugger because they're going to catch you out because, because you'll do it from a, a place of fear and scarcity. And I can tell you right now, if you do all the right things, wherever you are right now, in five years' time, you'll be very, very different and you'll regret it and you'll regret it and you'll leave a bad taste in your mouth and your client's mouth. And you don't want that. You really don't instead move to a fee. And I really do believe this and move to a, a valuable fee of a, a, a decent sized fee. I don't think any mortgage fee should be less than four hundred three nine nine three nine five whatever, three, nine, seven, that kind of three, nine something. I think anything lower than three, 400 pounds you're starting to devalue yourself. There's a problem with this is that people who pay, pay attention. When it gets too low and you see £100 fee, it's too low, it's too low. You may as well just be free because at that point it's like, mm, it's not that much. So you want to, like, like if you're looking at that, you're three, you're £400 up to, I really believe mortgage advisors can charge up to about 1500 quid. I know somebody, one one client I work with charges three grand. They are DA, so they get, they, they, they can go away with certain different things, you know, 1% of the loan or whatever, but they are, they're three grand. Um, it's like a two or two grand fee and then a, a, a thousand pound admin fee. I think is how they do it. But, but I believe that the range is for most advisors is from about 400 to about 1500 that can be done, but make sure, but, but do that and, and just increase and make that fee across the board and, and just be, be strong with it. If someone was willing to pay, and this is what the joke was from being in a fee as a, a lifetime fee environment, which I know many of you will have come from because many of you who are, ex Connell's advisors would have come from this environment. So you'll know what I mean, which is this idea of like, there's nothing worse than when someone walks through the door and they're a lifetime customer. It's just a little feeling of like, Oh, it's great, but I'm going to lose some commission. And I know that sounds silly, but it's true. And those are the things that affect your bottom line. Because as if you sign up in five years time, your client, your actual income is going to go down, not up because you'll have a client bank of all these people who are referring you, but once they've paid you once, they'll never pay you again. It's the same thing with the blueprint, the blueprint that I sell. It's not a smart thing. If I was doing it properly, I do it on a monthly, I should do it on a monthly subscription and I might do in the future. 
But it's a similar thing across the board. You want to try and remove one-off purchases and try and put recurring income wherever as much as possible because that will grow your business. That will grow your mortgage business and that will make it. And it's very simple then. And people will pay. If you're good, they'll pay. So my, my, oh, I've got the wrong one there. My episode takeaway for this, I should have deleted the other slide. Um, My episode takeaway for this one very much, very much is that if you are, you know, if, if you are struggling with this or you're a new advisor, this episode is really more aimed at people who are, are employed and you're thinking of going self-employed and you're thinking of that fee structure. This is where I'm thinking when I was doing this one. Don't fall down that because I fell down that trap or didn't, but I very nearly did. And, and I think it's a, it's a hard one. It's a hard one to, to navigate because many of us do get worried about it. And I know the best advice that was given to me by Ian Merriman. Some of you will know Ian Merriman, um, formerly HLP. I don't know where he is now, but he was my BDM. And shout out to Ian. And I love that guy. He was so good. And Ian was the one that kind of taught me off the ledge of this, where I was like, I was going to originally going to do lifetime fee. And he was like, no. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll just do like a, hundred pound nominal fee and he was like no charge what you're worth and charge high because th- whatever you go in at the beginning is the is the start and i went in at 4995 i think 495 when i when i went self-employed on my own forgot i always forget the fees because you just like i forget because they went up but i can't remember what they were when they started but it was 495 <clears throat> but um you I would definitely say just avoid them if you're if you're thinking about that. Leave that to the corporate companies who can swallow the losses. And don't get me wrong, the conversations I've had with my dad behind closed doors about stuff like this is they were they freak out about this a lot. It's why Connell's had lifetime fee and then they brought in an admin fee and then the admin fee went up and it ended up like when I was there. I mean, I think it was six. I mean, I'm not me right. It might not be right, but it was six nine nine plus a. £149 admin fee, I think. That's a lot of money. Or it was either 599 or 699 And some of you in here might know, and you might be able to let me know what it is now, because I don't know. But that's what I think it was when I left. 599 It went up, because it was like 499 It was 499 and a £99 admin fee. And then it went up to 599 That's right, with a £149 admin fee. The admin fee is the fee that is not the admin fee is the broker fee because they buggered it up. They ballsed it up. They didn't know what to do, really. And what my think is, they ballsed it up. They realized all the stuff I'm saying here and they've gone, okay, how can we fix that? We'll bring in an admin fee to recoup, recoup some of the losses. And um, that is, that is, that's what I think. I don't know. That's not that's stuff that I've had discussions with and people. But the truth is, you as a small one-man band business, you shouldn't be falling down that trap. Just charge fees and don't bother with the rest. Anyway, have a wonderful Easter. See you next week, all right? Bye. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 